1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 192 of So You Want to Be a Writer. My name's Valerie Koo, and I'm here with Alison Tate, the busy and
0: very varied Alison Tate. How are you, Al? I'm busy and varied. Thanks, Val. No, I'm good. No, I'm 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 getting through it. I'm 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 hashtag writing a book with Al. I am hashtag copy editing a book with Al. (laughs) um, I'm doing all the things. And I I uh, went to the fabulous CBCA Illawarra uh, Literary Lunch, which was terrific, and had a lovely day out with the library monitors, um, which was which is always a treat. So yeah, you know, I'm just all's well in our world. What about you? That's good. Well, yes, all's well in Val's world as
1: well. And I'm thrilled to have some new friends in the Facebook group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I kind of miss it when it was just the two of us. It's so quiet in there. <laughs> I had the word of the week all to myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, yes, if you haven't yet joined the uh, podcast community on Facebook, Just search for So You Want to Be a Writer podcast community, and we would love to have you in the Facebook group where we can talk about uh, the various things that we've discussed on the show, but also the books and the people that we've interviewed, and uh, for you to connect with each other because a lot of people have said that they really enjoy the sense of community because they feel that they are connected to the other listeners even though they haven't met them. But this is your chance to meet them online. Absolutely.
0: And you know what? So, there may even be photos of Banoffee Pie down the track, you know, when yeah. gets, herself, <laughs> gets herself another little reward. That's right. That's Especially right. Of which, there hasn't been yes. a Banoffee Pie moment for a little while.
1: Uh, it was – a few weeks ago, so that's right. It was a few weeks ago when I finished the giant artwork that I was doing, and so I definitely which was incredibly
0: had- well received. Let's just let's just take a moment here, people, to consider the fact <laughs> that Val of the Rope Art slash you know writer <laughs> center fame, who also does those random other bits of creativity, has, is, is now an artist as well. <laughs> like, is there anything that you you know? I don't understand when you sleep. Do you sleep ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: sometimes. <laughs> Two hours a day if you're lucky? No, no, no. If I've got a big project on, yeah, sleep is a little bit of a luxury. But if I don't have a big project on, then, yeah, of course I sleep. I watch my little Netflix on my iPad before I go to bed and then I go to sleep with mm. my little Rocky, my cat, on my head. <laughs> wow. Sounds very rest- restful. <laughs> It is restful. I love hearing him breathe. Oh, well okay, these and other some stories, can... join the Facebook
0: group.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, yes, we, I actually do have a couple of pieces of art underway at the moment, so there could be some sleep deprivation in the coming uh, weeks, and I may or may not make sense on the podcast. But are they we'll commissions see. or are they just... You know, Val's creating are. an exhibition. No, not an exhibition. They are. I have four new commissions.
0: Get out. You do not.
1: I do. That's I hilarious. Do. I'm so, it is a bit <laughs> hilarious. I'm very <laughs> excited. Oh, <go laughs> you? I'm so excited for you. So I have to actually produce them now because they've actually been invoiced. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Well, you better actually, okay, so you know what, this is what the Facebook group is going to be great for because Val can put up a picture, if you haven't seen it, of the work that she did a few weeks ago that was um, that was commissioned. <laughs> so you can pop that in the Facebook group and everyone can. are you shy? No. We've been banging on about this stuff for how many episodes now? I feel that we need to now, you've got to now pony up and show people what it is you're doing. <clears throat> it's true. I can hear everyone out there is going, yeah, go, Owl. That's so true, Owl. <laughs> yeah, we need to see it, Owl. Aren't you? I can hear them. Can you hear them?
1: Oh, I'll see. I'll see. I'll I'll, I, I... Yeah. But let's move on. This is our mini show this week, which is the uh, mini episode that we drop in between our regular programming. And this is where we sometimes have interviews, but we also answer listener questions. And if you do have a question that you would like us to answer, then pop it into the Facebook group because we would love to give it a go. So we have a couple of questions this week and this one is from Matt. And Matt has said, I was wondering what you might advise about submitting your work to publishers. I'm getting near the end of my novel manuscript and I'm starting to look into publishers. I've read interviews with authors who say to submit to every publisher who takes your kind of work, but a lot of publishers specify no multiple submissions. I get that publishers don't want to get in the middle of a bidding war. However, submission now seems to involve sending in the manuscript and waiting for a minimum of six months. And if you haven't heard back by then, you're not going to. If you did this with every publisher, you would literally be waiting years. Would publishers chuck you aside if they learned you submitted to other companies? What's an aspiring author supposed to do? Many thanks for the awesome work you do. Well, thank you. Uh, for your kind words, Matt. And uh, yeah, that's a really good question. So basically, um, the short answer is yes, you can, but it would probably be useful to let them know, especially if you've received an offer. So in Australia, you're right, it uh, you, you can take six months for them to get back to you, so it would be silly to. Um, not to submit to the various publishers who accept your kind of work, but what is courteous is that if you do receive an offer, that you advise the other publishers. Now you don't have to advise them of the details of the amount of the offer or anything like that, but you just say, you know, I've received an offer from another publisher, and I just wanted to give you a chance to respond in case you were interested. Now. If they're interested, they'll let you know. They'll tell you immediately, you know. They might uh-huh. say, hang on, don't accept anything till I've taken this to my acquisitions meeting or whatever. And if they're not interested, well, that's fine. No harm done, right?
0: Uh-huh. So
1: I think that um, and also if you do receive an offer from a publisher when you've got several others out, um, make sure that you also get it in writing so that you have something concrete. It's not just a verbal thing or whatever. So the short answer is yes, you can send to multiple publishers. And in fact, it, unless you are, have you know, got advice from an agent saying that you shouldn't, then uh, go ahead and do it because really, I just think that that's efficient.
0: Mm. But
1: you know, make sure you use common sense and be transparent and, um, and advise people as soon as you do get an offer.
0: Uh, Yes, and the other thing you could do also is look at submitting to some of the, um, you know, online submissions windows that they have because you get a very quick response on those. So, you know, Friday pitch at Allen & Unwin or Walker Wednesday at Walker Books or I think Penguin has one. A lot of the... Uh, Publishers will now have those short submission windows where they and you submit one chapter and they will come back to you if they want to see more. You get a response very quickly on those, and that's one way of sort of like maybe getting your work in front of a publisher quickly if that's what you wanted to do as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes with some of those um with with some of those opportunities, you have to be really really short and sharp and succinct in your pitch. So, spend a lot of time on your pitch and make sure that you really are pitching something that people when they read it or or hear about it, they go, "I want to know more." Don't give your entire backstory of why you decided to write the novel or why your character lost his father or whatever. Sometimes I ask people, "What's your book about?" And honestly, my eyes glaze over, and because they're not actually <laughs> telling me what their book is about. It's not that their book is boring; they don't know how to pitch it. That's it's interesting, interesting, isn't
0: it? I'm, I'm yes. just it's I'm writing a post at the moment. Um, for, an, for a, a, a U.S. site, and it's about what teaching, about what writing for children taught me about writing fiction, well, and yeah. one of the things that taught me was that was that you know the story is the story is everything, and Ooh. so when someone says to you, "What is your book about?" Um, particularly kids. They don't want to hear a one-page kind of summary. No they don't want to hear how it's you know it's a, the themes of friendship and loyalty and no but they don't they don't care about that. Yes. All they want to know is what is the story? What is this thing about? And um, it took me writing for kids to really really get that it's a funny thing because I um as you know I've written adult manuscripts as well and you know people would say what's your story about and I'd be like blah 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 small town blah blah women blah 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 and they're like yeah no but what happens and you know wait a minute nothing that's probably the problem (laughs) um but, yeah, so it's it's that thing of like how, how would you describe your story to a 10-year-old? Maybe think of it like that. Mm, I love that. I think that's a great <laughs> idea,
1: great idea. All right, let's move on to our next question. This is from Ivy. Now, Ivy has said, Dear Al and Val, it's been a month since I've made any progress on the novel I'm writing. I'm over 68,000 words into what will likely be a 90,000 or so word story. And I have completely lost myself and the story. Nothing is happening. One day I stepped away from my computer and realized I am going nowhere and quite possibly have been going nowhere this whole time. My novel stinks. I'm paralyzed with indecision and am frustrated to no end. Should I start reworking everything now from the beginning or do I continue punching away at the keyboard hoping something exciting that also makes sense (laughs) comes out and cures this disaster? Whatever the case, I need to do something quickly as my first child is on its way and I'm running out of time. Oh, my goodness. Any advice, encouragement or tough love either of you may have would be greatly appreciated. Wow, great question, Ivy. And what would your advice be
0: to that, Al? firstly I just need to say love take a deep breath it's okay because I understand how you feel um and you've got that massive deadline hanging over you and I know it feels like a deadline but I think it's really important for you to realize that life and writing does go on after you have the baby like that's for me I, I need to I really need to say that to you up front because I think you know it's like this whole thing of like you have your first child and and it's on its way and you think that life as you know it is over um and it is okay I'm I'm not going to pull any punches on that, but it's it's sort of not. It goes on. It's just like there's an extra dimension added to it that you need to factor in. So, you will write again. So th- let's just you know take that for starters. Um, I do understand, however, wanting to get this first draft done before the baby yeah. comes because it, it's a it's a big you know it feels like a big milestone and it's important. Um, so I would say this to you again: don't panic because I feel like that's what's happening here. I think you have hit the middle. And the middle of any manuscript, as I'm pretty sure I have said over and over again, is the worst place to be. It, yep. it, it's never good. It doesn't matter what you're writing. It doesn't matter how short your story is or how long your story is. That feeling of being in the middle and feeling like you're, you know, wading your way through words, and the end is nowhere in sight, is awful. And every mm. author goes through it at some time. Um, so, okay, so that's where you are. So I think it's important to realise that you're where you. Are is somewhere that every writer has been before you, so you're not alone. Um, your novel may stink; it may not stink. You won't know until you get to the end of it. So yes. I think that there are two two things you could do here. I think one thing that you could do is maybe have a look at what you have written and do a summary, like. Write the story out, just the story, not the, you know, and again, we go back to not the themes, not the anything like that, just what's happened in your story so far. Write that down um, as a simple summary and you will get a sense of where you're up to Um, because Mm. you may have written 68,000 words but you may actually not be Two-thirds of the way through the story yet. Um, because yep. you know, it again comes back to this whole notion, particularly if you're writing, um, you know, by feel as, you know, sort of discovering the story as you go. Sometimes, you know, you, your story hasn't really even started until you're ten thousand words in. So mm. you may you may need to have a little look at where you've started and decide if you've started in the right place. So it may be yep. that you're not you're not two thirds of the way through the story. So your story may not be sucking as badly as you think it is. It's just that you've written more words than you needed to get to the point where you are, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Um, but, again, I would say to you that the, the most important thing that you need to do is, is finish the book because you will not know what you have until you get to the end. So in summary, summarise the mm-hmm. story as it stands right now, the story, Yes. Have a look at your beginning. Decide if you've started your story in the right place. Have you started on the day that's different or have you given us 10,000 words of backstory here, which actually mm. puts you your story right smack bang in the middle, not two-thirds of the way through. Yep. And then think about where your story is going. And you, where your story is going is going to come back to who your character is. What's your mm. character doing? What are they trying to achieve? What is your character's goal? This is what, you, what you're looking for. What does your character want what is your character's goal and what are the problems that stand between your character and their goal? And mm. if you do a little bit of work around that, a little bit of thinking around that, you will get to the point where you can go forward and you just push forward to the end and then it's all about the editing um, because then yeah. you'll know what you have, then you'll know what the story is. But at the moment you don't know that. So just, you know, it's. I know it's really difficult and particularly with this idea that you have that, you know, the The baby's coming and it's all going to be over. Um, But it's not going to be over when the baby comes because, you know, babies do sleep. I know that there's a lot of, you know, mythology around the fact that they never do and some don't do do it that well. But, you know, they're only babies for a short time. Life will go on and writing will go on. I hope that helps. Does that help? That's
1: really good. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. Uh, I totally, yeah, I think that's really, really useful. And I think that um, in addition to everything that Alison has just said, especially when Alison was referring to figure out where your story really starts, um, because, you know, you might end up having to write 120,000 words in order to get back to the actual 90,000 that work. Mm. But um, relating to figuring out where your story really starts, it, can be worthwhile. Now this works for some people and not for others. So, you know, just give it a go and see whether it works for you. It may be worthwhile to actually simply look back at a classic three-act structure. Look back at where your plot points are in relation to your story and see, and that might be able to help you see whether you are actually two-thirds into the book or actually only a third into the book or only really at the first major plot point or whether you're at a turning point or whatever. So look, go and Look back at a classic three act structure and see where that fits into your story, because um, it can potentially give you some clues as to where your story should really start, where you really are now, and the various major points that you still that are still yet to come that you need to write in, because then that'll give you a direction to go to. So hopefully that's helpful. Anyway, if you have a question that you would like us
0: to answer. <laughs> That was that was that tough for you, Al. Oh my God! Well, no, it is. It's very tough in a lot of ways because I, I, I really understand that that feeling of just like, oh wow, will I ever get yeah. this done? But you will, and you. and you can. I think it's important to just focus on that. Al can really relate. So Mm. if
1: anyone else has a question you would like us to answer, make sure that you put it into the Facebook group and just search for So You Want To Be A Writer podcast community on Facebook and we'd love to connect with you there. All right. Where do we find you online, Al?
0: Oh, well, you will find me at alisontait.com, A L L I S O N T A I T.com. You'll find me on Twitter at at altate, A L T A I T. And you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Alison Tate Writer. And you'll.
1: You'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, connect with me on Facebook. Um, I'm the Valerie Koo that lives in Sydney. You'll be able to find me in the podcast community. Of course, you can find all the show notes at soyouwanttobeawriter.com.au Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Bye.